Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, New Chess Audio Experience, hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys are having a good week thus far on a Wednesday evening here recording. Um, it's a big news on this Wednesday. Uh, what day is it? March 22nd, um, 2023 here. Uh, the Jets acquiring Mar- uh, Nicole Hardman, uh, former Chiefs wide receiver of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And, you know, this is a really interesting acquisition in that, you know, before the Jets, of course, you know, went on to trade Elijah Moore, we'll get to that in a bit, the Jets wide receiver depth looked really, really good, and by really good, I mean Garrett Wilson, you had Elijah Moore there, Corey Davis, McCall Hardman, Alan Lazard, Denzel Mims, you had guys, right, um, and this wide receiver depth chart is still good with the trade of Elijah Moore, right, you have Garrett Wilson, Right, you have on one side Garrett Wilson, one side Alan Lazard, and the slot now Nicole Hardman. Uh, Corey Davis is on the roster. Not too sure if they're going to go ahead and restructure or um, Davis is likely to become uh, become a cap casualty for the Jets. Um, they save a bunch of cap there if they release him, so that could be something to keep an eye on. But you know, as of right now, the Jets are in a pretty good spot um, at wide receiver. I think they do add one more significant body. Is that Oda Beckham Jr.? Is that DeAndre Hopkins? We'll touch on Beckham. A little bit more throughout the episode here, um, but overall, I just wanted to touch on two things right out of the gate, right? That happened today on Wednesday, and it feels like whenever we record the podcast, you know, on the day of the podcast, something always goes down, so I really appreciate that, Joe Douglas, giving us content to talk about, um, but at this point, we're talking about two topics, right? We're talking about Hardman and more, so to really dive into Miko Hardman, right? Um, last year in 2022, he got injured a bit uh, leading up to the Chiefs Super Bowl run. He missed eight games, I believe, um, leading up to that game. He played in the conference championship and then missed the Super Bowl. So, Harbin had surgery last month per Rich Mini of ESPN. And, you know, do you expect him to play in OTAs or participate in OTAs? I should say probably not. I think it's looking more like training camp for Hardman, and that's okay um, as long as, you know, you have everyone in the same picture. Rogers, the eventual quarterback here, uh, we hope. But, at this point, I think Hardman's a good acquisition. I think he's talented, super fast, super, um, you know, just athletic and spry in the backfield. And I think he's a guy who can really run those center rounds really well. Punt return, he did a few um, last year in Kansas City. So hopefully the Jets look to utilize his skills as a punt returner here in New York. And I think they will. I see a lot of people, you know, touching on him being the Barrios uh, replacement here. I think he could be a bit more, you know, especially with more out the building. Um, I think Hardman can turn into more of a wide receiver three for this team. Um, pending a huge acquisition wide receiver now. That huge acquisition wide receiver is rumored to be Odo Beckham Jr. Um, Connor Hughes of SNY comes out today and says the interest in Beckham is very real uh, per source on his end. So, you know, do the Jets go out and sign a guy like Beckham for one year, seven, eight million dollars with, you know, a pretty heavily incentivized contract? Much like I think they gave Hardman, right? I'm going to be interested to see the contract details like when they come out tomorrow morning, Thursday, from a guy like Aaron Wilson or someone else who tweets out those contracts. Um, I think it's very heavily incentivized, that Hardman contract, that is. Um, And I think that's a good thing. You know, Hardman got injured last year, not going to participate in OTAs. We'll likely see him in August, in July. Um, So... You know, a guy like Hardman who is on kind of a one-year prove-it deal, and I think it's time for these free agents to come to the Jets on one-year prove-it deals, especially if Rodgers is the quarterback. And I think more free agents will be willing to come here on one-year prove-it deals pending, um, you know, another another team trying to really sway them to come to another another city. But I think New York is a place now, a destination that, you know, with Aaron Rodgers at the helm, you have guys like Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard. 
um, you know, guys on defense like Gardner and Williams and all those guys on defense, C.J. Mosley, um, it becomes a destination that you want to come to, right? And I think Hardman saw that with the potential on offense with Rodgers and hopefully an improved the line that now they're in a situation where they can sway a potential free agent like Hardman and hopefully Beckham um, to come in and, you know, man, man, man the uh, station at wide receiver, which... At this point, the depth chart's looking like this. It's Garrett Wilson at the one, um, Alan Lazard at the number two, so X, Z, um, and then that Y uh, in the in the slot there is, is going to be manned by Hardman. So you have three receivers very capable of making huge plays, um, and I think, you know, a guy like C.D., Corey Davis, who's likely going to find his way out in the coming days here or weeks once that Rogers trade gets official, um, you know, is he part of the trade? Um, Rich Semini kind of says no. I don't think the Packers want to take on his contract. That's per Semini, so I'm not sure if the Jets would be able to offload that contract, especially with how, um, you know, Davis has looked in the past couple of years, a few injury concerns with that core muscle, and of course, you know, the production kind of took a hit uh, in the two, two years of him being a Jet, but you you head into 2023 here and you're thinking, okay, we have a wide receiver core that can work. We have a receiving core that Rodgers has not really had as a Packer in quite some time. And I think, you know, here in New York, he's going to have, you know, his his pick here of who he wants to throw to. And I think it's going to be really, really fun to watch, you know, a guy like Rodgers spread the ball to, you know, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Hardman. Is Mims still on the roster moving forward? Is he going to get meaningful playing time in 23? I don't want to talk too much on Mims in this episode because that's more of a training camp conversation, but I think at this point Mims is kind of, you know, on the outside looking in in terms of depth chart, in terms of roster. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be on this team in September. Uh, that's, you know, again, a discussion to have later in the in the year, but I think, you know, at this point the Jets are looking decent at receiver and hopefully they add another body. Um for this upcoming season because they could definitely use it. I think Rodgers, you know, there's there's never enough receiving help for any quarterback, even Mahomes. So I think, you know, a guy like Aaron Rodgers could use, you know, um, another receiver. Is that Beckham, who he's spoken about before, and he said he wants to have some rapport with, he wants to play with um, before his career is over. And I think, you know, Beckham would be so awesome here in New York. You know, he's already, he was already a giant. So, I mean, there's not a huge transition here, is there? But, I mean, you know, just on the other uh, on the other side, right? He, he's a jet. He would be, you know, a big name here in here in the Big Apple again. And I think it would make for a great storyline. I think it would make for you know just to round out this receiving core. And I think it's the perfect marriage, honestly, at this point where the Jets are. I think they could use another veteran voice in the locker room. Um, and I think you have guys like you know Wilson, Garrett Wilson, who is the true number one, uh, who can really eclipse fifteen hundred receiving yards at Rogers at the helm. And I think there's real potential for that, especially if you know. You don't get a guy like Beckham that would even, you know, even higher the ceiling for, raise the ceiling a bit for Wilson, but I think you do have to get another significant body in here at receiver. Is that DeAndre Hopkins, who's rumored to be going for a second round pick? Don't let the Patriots get him. I try to outbid um, if you're the Jets and try to snag him for another Rogers target. And I think, you know, at this point, you're trying to get win now pieces because if Rodgers comes here he's not coming here to go seven and ten so you have to try to get pieces on this offensive defensive line we saw that this past week with the close acquisition of Fletcher Cox uh that Joe Douglas tried to pull off earlier this week or last week and then you had um a few other names out there that you know Douglas is just poking around seeing if he can get his hands on any of these guys who were rumored to be available who are rumored to be 
you know, not exactly fond of their situation trying to find a new home. I think Douglas is trying to do everything he can to improve this roster. And I don't really get the impatience, honestly. Um, I see people on Twitter and Instagram, you know, it's mainly jokes saying like, you know, wake up, wake up. We got to do something. We got to trade. We got to sign. I, I think we've done fine so far, honestly. We've signed a few key depth pieces that I want to touch on really quickly and just name some names, you know. Tristan Colon um, from Baltimore. He's a hybrid center guard. Um, great for depth. Replaces Dan Feeney. And then you have Wes Schweitzer, who is primarily a center, um, who, or primarily a guard, sorry, who played some center for Washington, who, again, I think he's a great depth piece. And I think the Jets are doing a great job rounding out the offensive line in terms of depth and, of course, sign back. Potter Thomas Morstead, um, who appeared in a few games for the Jets back in 2021 um, and played well. Yeah, he played well. Um, so, you know, it, they're, they're making moves. They're doing things. It's just not OBJ, right? It's not DeAndre Hopkins. It's not Clayus Campbell. It's not, you know, any of these other guys who you really want and are going to cost some money. And I think Joe Douglas is waiting to see what happens with Rodgers here before um, pulling the trigger on any big names. And I think that's really what's going on here. Um, in all seriousness, I think they're waiting to see what the word is on Aaron and what the word is on the Packers. And at this point, I think the Packers are just being full-fledged petty um, in terms of compensation, in terms of letting Rodgers go. Are the Jets trying to restructure Rodgers' contract? Are the Packers blocking that in any way? I think there's a lot of questions here, and I think there's a lot of questions on the Packers' side of things more than the Jets, right? Who has the leverage? I've seen so many tweets and so many uses of the word, of the word leverage in the past two weeks that I don't even want to blurt it out one more time here, but um, it's true. I think the Jets have the leverage. Uh, I think they have it until the draft is over with, and I think this could, generally speaking, you know, go towards the draft, and I think it get get done, you know, a few days or a few hours before the draft on draft day. Um, Who knows at this point? I think Rogers to the Jets is almost solidified in my eyes, and I think Connor Hughes knows it of SNY. I think Rich knows it of ESPN. Um, Zach Rosenblatt of The Athletic has spoken on it a few times. You know, I think every beat reporter, every fan, everyone who follows the NFL kind of knows that this trade is done but not um, at this point in the process. And I think we're just waiting for, you know, the Packers' final say and the Packers to just pull the trigger and say, okay, you're good to go. You're heading to New York. And I think we're at this the point in the offseason where I think fans are just getting a little restless. And I think I understand, honestly, because the Jets – I've just made a few offensive line depth, you know, signings. I think this was the first big day that they were like, okay, we're waiting for Rodgers, but we still have to do stuff to improve this team. And I think, you know, trading more for a second-round pick can help you in the Rodgers negotiations and help you a lot because now you have ammunition and not only trade for Rodgers, but keep your first and second-round picks in this upcoming draft. So I think that was the main objective for Joe Douglas, and I think he got it done. So let's see how that all turns out. Heading into April, May, June, and July and moving forward past then. So if you guys have not already, make sure you follow my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode. About an 11-minute episode. Didn't want to go too long. Just wanted to touch out a few signings, a few trades here, and hopefully a um, eventual trade coming up towards the end of the week or next week. So till then, I'll see you guys next week with hopefully a Rogers update again, um, and hopefully he is on getting green.